And welcome back to another episode of City View with Mayor Tom Koch. I'm Mark Carius, Media Director. And uh, hello, Mayor. We are in your office overlooking the beautiful fall trees at the Hancock Adams Common. And those leaves are falling off those beautiful trees. And as soon as they fall, they're picked right up. <laughs> That's <laughs> it is an beautiful inside day. joke. What yeah. a stretch of weather we're having. It is gorgeous. And it's going to be a be- Let's just go right into it because we're talking about the Hancock Adams Common and all the amazing things. We did touch on this in our last episode, but it's been a couple of weeks and it is a big week for us. And it's going to be a big day on Saturday, the 5th of November at 11 a.m. at the Hancock Adams Common. Yes, with 74-degree weather. I know. It's um, awesome. So we're expecting hundreds of people to come and join in the celebration of the life and legacy of Abigail Adams, partner and wife of the first, the second president, John Adams, um, the mother of the sixth president, John Quincy Adams, a, a remarkable woman in her own right who I think is perhaps arguably the most important woman in uh, this this country's history. Certainly during the American Revolution forward, she was so far ahead of her time in so many ways. And uh, a great partner to John, an advisor to John. She's got the famous quote about remember the ladies. But, you know, she recognized, for example, that that slavery was wrong, uh, along with John and John Quincy. They, They were against slavery. They recognized the issue of partisanship. And, you know, we, we often talk about the suffrage movement and the women getting their rights to vote. But back then, the woman didn't have a right to go to school. Right. She was fighting for equal education for girls as well as boys. I mean, it goes back to, to that basic, those basic things. And sometimes I get aggravated because um, a lot of nitwits today that don't know our history or dismiss the history, the cancer culture, you've got to understand the history. You know, we're, we're back to 150 in better years. So you can't take today's standards and judge people of that time. Right. You know, we got to remind ourselves of that. We're living yeah. in different, very different times than we were then. But having said that, she stood out on those moral issues long before it was ever thought about, never mind being popular. I mean, you think about it. I mean, Martha Washington and Dolly Madison, all those folks, you don't, you don't see quotes and things attributed to them on the meat of the issues. They were supportive their husbands, and they certainly had made contributions. But Abigail stood out. She was an intellectual. She was. Yeah, she was. And he he would yeah. he would uh, bounce his thoughts and his his readings off of her all the time. And she gave her opinion all the time. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And sometimes when he wasn't asking for it, <laughs> <laughs> well, <it's laughs> which a, which happens in marriages all the time, as we you know, I certainly know. It's a great day to celebrate with an incredibly celebrated uh, sculptor, Sergei Alonbakov. 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 As a wonderful guy from Russia who has a studio in Italy, and he's really celebrated worldwide as an incredible sculptor. Yeah, he lives out of New York. Well, the, the, he, the last big one he did was the Dwight Eisenhower Memorial in Washington, D.C. He's a very, very talented guy. In fact, it was a woman who brought him to really help to, to launch him, if you will. Penelope Jenks was a famous sculptor, did some stuff in Boston. So when we did the Adams Hancock statue... Um, call for artists. She came forward with him, and if he didn't, if if he came on his own, he wouldn't have been recognized because he wasn't really established yet. But she saw the incredible talent in him, and she went out of her way to bring him in to give him a chance, and told us right up front that, that she's putting her name on it. But he's going to be the key person on this, and that really launched him. Um, yeah. 
nationally and internationally. Well, and I've seen some of his international works, and obviously he was the one who did the uh, the Hancock and the Adams statue, and to keep in with the whole Hancock Adams common theme and everything. But now he's become a worldwide sort of celebrated sculptor, and we had we're able to get him to do this is beautiful. And I loved talking to him a couple of weeks ago when he said, doing something like this or a statue with someone who's so important and so so magnificent. You know that's all. It's all part of how he does his process, and it's it's really fascinating. The important people and how he puts the work in. It, it isn't. It is fascinating. He 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 does some digging. He he does readings. He looks at pictures, descriptions, um, to try to get a sense of the personality of the person. And uh, he's so good at it. I mean, yeah. uh, it, it's remarkable. He's that, an you artist, know, the, yeah. the, the talent. Gosh, uh, he truly is an artist, and he's easy to work with because he. You know, he shows us early on and wants to get our thoughts and see if he's on the right track. And um, and I tell you, another number of people looked at the Abigail Adams initial drawings, if you will, or the initial clay, which is only, you know, probably eight or ten inches high. And there wasn't anything <laughs> that a number of people looked at that they could improve on. Yeah, you've yeah. nailed it. You've nailed it. Yeah, he he really he really did do his due diligence on this. He said this is one of his favorite pieces that he's ever worked on, just because of who she is. Yeah, who sure. she was. Yep. Well, it's going to be a great celebration. If you're listening to this before Saturday, uh, November fifth, please join us on the Hancock Adams Common, right in front of Old Town Hall, and in between the Church of the Presidents. You'll and on the Common, you'll see this incredibly beautiful celebration with some of our guest speakers. That's right. Uh, we've got uh, two keynote speakers. The congressman will be here, uh, Congressman Lynch. Uh, he's going to offer some remarks, and we'll have a number of colleagues in government, elected officials with us. Uh, but the two invited keynotes are Catherine Algo, who's president of the Massachusetts Historical Society. She's also an author, as well as an Adams enthusiast. She's great. Uh, Danielle Allen, who's a professor at Harvard University, who is also an author and an Adams enthusiast and expert. Um, she just loves John Adams and Abigail Adams. In fact, she talks frequently about um, the contributions John Adams made to the Declaration of Independence, where Jefferson gets most of the credit, but she said John was heavily involved yeah. in the crafting of that word by word. So I'm really looking forward to hearing both of them reflect on, on the contributions of Abigail. All here in Quincy, and all added to the story that we'll be talking about a lot more in the future with the Adams Presidential Center, and that's all sort of underway and in the works. But that's going to be it's going to be a great day on Saturday. So looking forward to that. You'll see all the beautiful bunting all over the old town hall. Yes, the whole area is, is festooned with red, white, and blue. <laughs> it's going to be festooned right up until January, really, because we're just about to end of the Christmas season too. So let's not go there yet. But uh, let's also talk about what else is coming up next week is Veterans Day. Next week is Veterans Day. We'll have the Veterans Day Parade, which will start at the rear of Quincy High School, go up Russell Park, right on Hancock Street, and it ends at the uh, Adams Walk of Marymount Park, there where the World War II Memorial is. I mean, it's you go by the World War I statue, my favorite, Korean statue, my favorite. and you land at the World War II statue, Veterans Stadium. Ah. And uh, Christine does a great job at Veterans Services. Christine, George, and, and the crew. Veterans Council is very involved in the day. I encourage people to come out. There's, there's a difference. There's Veterans Day and there's Memorial Day. Sometimes people confuse them. Veterans Day is to honor our veterans, and namely the living veterans. And we have people that continue to serve this country all across the world, and number of people from Quincy that, that serve this country all across the world. And, of course, Jim McConville continues to serve as the chief of staff of the Army, a Marymount kid who has a statue in the general's area. You know, I, I know a handful of kids 
that uh, that are in there now are just gone in, going through basic training. And uh, so Quincy continues to be part of that great tradition. So I encourage people to come out and, you know, join the activities, show our respect for the veterans. So it, it comes down, at 1030, I think it starts, goes north on Hancock Street and it lands in Marymount Park. So Veterans Day is on the 11th. Every year. <laughs> Christmas is on the 25th. Thanksgiving just happens 11th. to be on a Thursday this year. Did you know that? <laughs> so uh, that'll be a great event also, and we really do head into an event season. Uh, that we really do. kicks yeah, off. No, that's, that's very true. On the, on the 12th, which is the Saturday, uh, we'll be honoring a gentleman by the name of Thomas Kiley, who is a veteran of the Vietnam War. There's a new refurbished building at the corner of Temple Street and Washington Street. You probably know it as the Presidential Pub Building. Uh, Mary Lou's Coffee just moved into the corner. Is the baseball? <laughs> I've never been place. into the Presidential there's, Pub there's, by the way. I'm sure, yeah. one time ever. The, uh, but any, anyway, they, we've added two stories to that building. When I say we, Leo Martin's the owner, but our, our affordable housing trust committed money toward that project, and the entire building uh, of the units are dedicated to veterans' housing. So when Leo Martin approached me and said, we gotta, we got to come up with a name for the building, I immediately thought of a number of people, but Tom Kiley came to mind. And uh, Tom, I'll just run through a little bit of his history. He's a, he's a graduate of North Quincy High in 1964, where he excelled in the classroom as well as on the field. I mean, he was the quarterback of the football team, catcher of the baseball team, and center of the basketball team. Wow. I mean, that's incredible when you think about that, you know. <laughs> he went on to Harvard University on a National Merit Scholar. He's a brilliant guy. I graduated with honors in 1968. Following graduation, he went into the U.S. Army, served in the Vietnam War. He was shot and critically wounded. He was he was laying for dead when they, when they found him, and uh, he was uh, he was during combat in the Mekong Delta. Um, so upon his return, he went to Boston University Law School. Very accomplished attorney. He served as Frank Bellotti's first assistant attorney general when Frank was the attorney general, and probably has written many of the laws and rules uh, on the books of the Commonwealth. The guy is, is just brilliant. Um, and, you know, one of the things that he's famous for in my mind is back in that time period, Massachusetts was challenged on veterans' preference with civil service. So he went and um, before the Supreme Court argued for veterans' preference and won the United States Supreme Court. And that continues to be on the books in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. So a lot of these wow. veterans that we're talking yeah. about come back and they get preference to take the test for police and fire hiring. Um, and that's um, due to his defense. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. It's amazing. He's, uh, he's a fellow of the American College of Trial Attorneys. I could go on and on about his resume, but he's a great guy. Um, him and his wife, Kathy, they raised... Uh, children here in Quincy. Uh, one of his boys owns the Fat Cat restaurant here in Quincy. Um, yeah, yeah. But he's a, he's a go-to guy from so many people. He's done so much quietly. He's also a, a a guy that understands history. And I know we've chatted in the past and said, and he was, I remember him saying to me, you know, we're walking the same paths, the same roads as the Adamses did. Yeah. It's, it's, it's our time now, but we followed some, some greats. And, you know, John Adams was a very talented attorney. Tom Kiley is an extremely talented attorney. I mean, um, obviously, John Adams wrote the state constitution. Tom Kiley, in his own right, has contributed to the Massachusetts laws and regulations based on his brilliance. So it's uh, it's kind of cool. Um, so we'll be doing that on the twelfth. We have a couple of other dedications. Yep, on the thirteenth with the Veterans Day theme. Yep. Yeah, on the on the thirteenth, the twelfth, Kiley's twelfth at eleven o'clock at that corner temple in Coddington, and then on the thirteenth. Um, 
at the Island of Flags, the Fort Square. Yeah. We're going to be dedicating two new flagpoles as well as uh, two benches to two gentlemen who were very involved and responsible for the creation of the theme of that island, the maintenance of that island, and the programs that were put on at that island. So Paul Moody, who was a longtime uh, worker for the city, he was a supervisor in the water department. Um, Paul was a very handy guy. He could do electrical. He could do plumbing. He could, he could do an awful lot of things, and he was a very dedicated employee. But a number of years ago, he decided to do something he became a member of the Sons of the American Revolution, uh, I'm sorry, the Sons of the American Legion, <laughs> yeah. uh, which could include the Revolutionary sure. War. Um, so his parents were both World War II vets, his, his mother and dad, and he became a member of, of and then the commander at the Morrisett Post of the Sons of the American Legion. And so and it was his leadership and vision that he brought forth the whole Island of the Flags idea and then brought people together to get it done. Uh, the city certainly participated, as did a number of local businesses, contributed, and there's a number of bricks over there in people's names. And and at the time of, of Veterans Day, Memorial Day, about 300 flags go up on that island, a sea of red, white, and blue, and many of them are in the name of somebody that served. Right. So it's it, that, and hence the name Island of Flags. Yeah. Um, so so Paul um, certainly has made a great contribution and has left a pretty pretty cool legacy here uh, in the city. He's got a son who's a firefighter and a son who's. Uh, a heavy equipment operator with the park department. So um, they both continued in public service. And then we have Joe Brill. Joe Brill um, passed away not long ago, a year or a half ago or so. Um, Joe was a, a veteran in his own right. Uh, he was a Navy sailor, uh, but he was a son also. So he was, he was a member of the Sons of the American uh, Legion and became the commander when Paul passed away. Now he was involved with Paul in all the activities, but um, he then became the leader of that group, if you will, and um, but Joe was also uh, a very active member of the community. He coached youth baseball for years. He ran the baseball Hall of Fame dinner at Quincy U. I mean Quincy High every year. Well loved. He man. served on the Park and Recreation Board. He loved his city, his community. Loved kids. He always had a goofy joke, and, and uh, he laughed harder than anybody else at his jokes. <laughs> but just another remarkable Quincy person who who gave and gave and gave. Yeah. Um, and and that's uh, I'm not saying it's unique to Quincy, but it's prevalent in Quincy. And so we'll be honoring their memories uh, with a bench. And, and um, the, there was one large flagpole there that had the U.S. flag on it. We're adding two other flagpoles. So there'll be a, the state flag and there'll be the city flag. And in honor of their service, we'll be dedicating each of those poles to these gents uh, on the 13th. And the time escapes me at the moment. I'm not sure if it's 12 or 1 o'clock, but um, people can go to the website and get that from us. Right. So and that'll kick off a lot more of the tab. And we could go on and on. But uh, we're also, we also have the Christmas celebration, which is the weekend of Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we can catch up with that one next we'll week. We'll do that That's one next week. To yeah. a whole other set of uh, activities. Yeah. Exactly. A lot yeah. happening. We have another planning meeting today for the 17th and our friends with the Massachusetts tribe. So yes. we're looking forward to that as well. The Neponset Band of the Massachusetts the Nepon- tribe. The Ponkapog Band of the Neponset. Yeah, the Massachusetts tribe, but the, also the Neponset Band of the, of the Massachusetts tribe. Correct. Yeah, we've right. been having some meetings with them, and we're looking forward to making announcements on that as well as we move forward. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll have some future discussions about that. But, you know, when, as you know, as part of the Quincy 400 celebration, we kind of stumbled upon that issue, and we kind of engaged with a number of the tribe members, and and uh, I, they've become good friends, and, yeah. and we're going to do some things to honor their their history and heritage here. Their time is due, as you've been saying. Yep. So great. Well, I think that's all we'll talk about today, boss. Anything that's else you want to touch on? 
No, just enjoy this beautiful weather, folks, while we have it. It is beautiful. And take a stroll down the Hancock Adams Common this weekend. It's going to be, there'll be a beautiful new addition. So that's it right here. That's all we have time for on City View with Mayor Tom Koch. We'll see you next time.